what it means and why it matters. Kevin McCullough Radio is straight ahead. Uh, Kevin McCullough and here we go. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough. All right, we've got a big show for you today. General Jack Keene is going to be with us. Uh, There is much confusion about whether or not the Ukraine should get American-made F-16s. In fact, uh, President Putin in Russia is warning uh, the U.S. not to let Ukraine have them. Should they or should they not? General Jack Keene will be here to discuss. And a little bit later on, KT McFarlane. Uh, Glad you're with us. Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. Yeah, he's playing the role as, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you here. It's a busy Tuesday. We've got a lot to get to. We're going to talk a lot about national security today, and for good reason. Uh, yesterday, as I reported to you, uh, as I had written in my column on Sunday, uh, the, the news began to get out a little bit. Uh, in fact, I'm doing a, more media on this today. There's a couple of TV networks that are interested in me uh, commenting further. But the FBI director, Christopher Ray is now going to be forced to appear before a House Judiciary Committee in mid-July for the first time since a series of very embarrassing revelations have emerged about the Bureau. Uh, and uh, sources within the Bureau are saying that while Ray and committee members are still finalizing a date, the hearing is expected to come just weeks after the Durham uh, findings uh, on the unethical conduct in the Russia collusion investigation. House Republicans unveiling evidence that the FBI retaliated against whistleblowers and a court document exposed the Bureau's use of surveillance tools. So he's got a lot of questions to answer when he gets up there. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more with Katie McFarland when she's with us a little bit later in the broadcast today. But I want to get to something. Uh, and, and sadly, this story is becoming far too common. This story is playing itself out over and over again in schools across the country, and it is really disheartening, particularly for the families that are involved. Uh, The Daily Mail yesterday reporting that a transgender athlete uh, competed in uh, a a track and field event. Uh, I may have been cross country. I'm not sure. But uh, this this running event uh, that was supposed to be. Uh, for the girls division of the schools that were involved. And um, Athena Ryan, who transitioned supposedly from male to female, had been running in the bo- on the boys' team for Sonoma Academy until 2021. That's when Athena became supposedly female, still has biologically male parts, still looks pretty much like a man. I saw pictures of him yesterday. I mean, he, he looks like a guy. Um, but he switched to the girls team and he ran away with the uh, 1600 meter finals. Actually, there was one girl that beat him, but it was, it was just barely. So he took second and that knocked the girl that would have been third into fourth. And she doesn't get to go on, uh, towards the state championship. And this is, this is, this is the thing that's continuing to happen over and over and over again. And I keep asking the question, when will women's groups, when will, uh, girls um, advocates, when will the people that say they are looking out for the best interest of of females actually step up and do something about this? Th- this has broader implications than just, you know, who who gets the medals in the race. Uh, if you're good enough in these types of meets, eventually it means scholarships. And when when this debate started about three years ago, three or four years ago, in in kind of the earnestness that is in now, this this has always been a debate, but only when the Biden administration came to power and they really started pushing that all the schools had to uh, issue affirming care and allow people allow boys to do this, and and you notice it never goes the other direction. You never have a girl that is dying to participate in the boys' division of sports. You only have boys wanting to participate in the girls' division. It, it will never go the other way. And someone honestly needs to ask that question uh, from the science uh, viewpoint. Hey, excuse me, Mr. and Mrs. Scientist. Why is it, if this is supposed to be all interchangeable and substitutionary and, and there's n- no difference whatsoever, why is it that no girls ever want to transition and run in boys' sports? 
or swim in boys on, on boys swim teams or play, uh, you know, wrestle uh, boys in a boys division. It's always the boys coming over to the girls division. Why is that? Is there a reason? Are, are girls inherently uh, kind of on the average a little bit different in bone density and muscle mass? Is there a reason why boys seem to be faster every time they do come to the girls division? Leah Thomas shattered all of the college swim records for the women. Is there a reason that happens? Does anybody ever ask that question? Because if you do ask that question, the, you have to ask a second question. And the question is not just why did they come over? It's why does it always end up the way that it does? And you'd have to make the argument that in 99.999999% of the times, you're, you're going to have an advantage. That's why you're doing it. Leah Thomas literally shattered the, the female swim records for the NC2A because he was essentially like, you know, Michael Phelps swimming against it. It was, it was impossible to beat. The fact that Riley Gaines tied him in one race at the very end of the season was, was miraculous. And she would have been a new world record holder for her age group in that race. And then when they tied and they, they were, they, they were down to the same millisecond of, of timing together. They gave him the trophy and gave him the pictures and let him do all of the statements afterwards. They essentially awarded the win to him when she had the tougher task and actually uh, drew even with him. If there was a victory to be had in that between the two of them, it was hers. Because he should have never been that far, that, that close to another uh, female. And what does he do after he shatters all the records? Shatters all the records last year. What does he say at the end of the season? Well, next year I'm going to go back to the men's division. Doesn't that prove, doesn't that, doesn't that have some degree of insistence that the science says there is a difference between the two? How many young girls are going to lose scholarships? How many young girls are going to get hurt because they're competing against stronger, bigger, more agile, much more muscle mass kind of, uh, kind of guys? When, when does when does someone step up and say, hey, we're not going to let that happen to you because we care about your well-being? Someone needs to do that. The Independent Women's Forum is doing what they can. If you haven't watched the uh, series called Identity Crisis that Kelsey Bowler has been putting together over there, you need to see it. It's 11 episodes of true stories of girls that have been schnookered by this whole thing. And for some reason, when when on all levels of the trans story, when girls transition to try to become boys, they lose their female distinction, and they're still smaller and weaker than boys. And when boys transition, they take spots away from girls. There is no win for the female in the trans story. You give up your inherent distinction and strengths if you're a female that decides to transition. And, and you might change somewhere. You might say, well, wait, I think I, I do want to have kids now. And and for the and for the girls that are not transitioning, when boys transition, they lose too. Everybody loses in the trans. I mean, every girl loses in the in the trans story. No one's coming out on top. And this this is this is part of the absurdity of the days in which we live. And somebody has to step up and say no. There is legislation that's being put forward, and I hope that the House passes it and can put the pressure on the Senate, because this is not a left-right, Democrat-Republican split issue. There are liberal parents that want their girls to be safe. There are left-of-center parents that believe that boys and girls are different and they shouldn't, that boys should not be competing against girls. It's not a foreign concept to parents of daughters. This is, this is, a, this is a winning issue across the board. So we need to get that legislation up there and we need to get the Senate to pass it. And then we need to put the pressure on the president to sign it because girls are in danger every day that we let this uh, nonsense continue. All right, Kevin McCullough, we're going to talk with uh, General Jack Keane when we return. It is Kevin McCullough Radio. Don't go anywhere. Numbers mean much to me because of prostate cancer. I'm Johnny Braggs, the number two for my stepfather who died of prostate cancer and my uncle who suffered so much after prostate cancer surgery. The number 15, 15 years since Dr. Lederman's successful treatment of my prostate cancer. The number zero. 
which is my PSA, zero, after Dr. Lederman's successful prostate cancer treatment, what every man wants. The numbers one, two, three, four, important for every man with prostate cancer. One, getting the most successful treatment. Two, avoiding radical robotic surgery. Three, keeping sexual functions. Four, maintaining urinary control. Call my Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices, to consider his prostate cancer treatment for you. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted, 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212 Choices for prostate cancer treatment. Call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices. I'm glad I did. You'll be number one with Dr. Lederman. Wesley is a truck driver. I drive a truck and I love what I do. A truck driver with IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. <laughs> Quite a few letters in the mail. They were talking uh, about wage garnishment, coming after my house, my car. Yeah, they, they don't play around. I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. One sleepless night, Wesley finally made a call to Optima Tax Relief at 2 a.m. Kind of figured I'd get a machine, but I didn't. I actually got to talk to an actual person in the middle of the night. <laughs> he found just what he was looking for. Oh, they were great people. You need a team of people that know what they're doing. Optima Tax, they know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Happy don't even come close. I was absolutely overjoyed. Take Wesley's advice. If you're in any kind of trouble with the IRS, call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. What should we do with the broke propeller? What should we do with the broke propeller? Don't look at me, I wasn't driving. Thank you, you're not helping. I don't even know why you bought this boat. You told me that you loved this boat. That was before you wrecked the boat. Well, now you've made it awkward. Accidents don't just happen in sea shanties, so Progressive Boat Insurance has you covered. Take as little as four minutes to see what you can save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms and not available for all boats or in all situations. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. Regulations imposed by unelected and unaccountable bureaucrats already impose $2 trillion in compliance costs on Americans. The Biden administration's already proposed rules to effectively outlaw gas stoves. Now they're coming for other appliances. One proposed rule mandates new dishwashers use 34% less water and 27% less power. Another would get rid of top-loading washing machines. The administration's eyeing microwaves and toothbrush chargers, too. All this is being done in the name of environmental justice. But even as these rules erode our standard of living and make everything more expensive, can anyone quantify their benefits? Why are Americans sacrificing when China's carbon emissions are nearly double ours and Europe's combined, and they're still building the equivalent of two coal plants per week? It's time for the Biden administration to answer these pressing questions and press pause on this regulatory state. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. The all-new series, Bible Alive, with Dr. David Schroeder, is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Masterworks, the overseas ministry motivating disciples to make disciples. Tune in Sunday mornings at 9.30 to hear testimonies and stories from lives changed around the world through Masterworks. Listen to Bible Alive, Sunday mornings at 9.30, and hear Dr. Schroeder transform and impact your community. Visit masterworksinc.org. Best-selling author, noted theologian, and founding pastor of Redeemer Presbyterian in New York City, Tim Keller, has gone home to be with the Lord. He had been diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer in 2020. At age 72, Pastor Keller leaves behind a great body of teaching that has blessed so many Christians. We here at WMCA mourn his loss, but rejoice in his homecoming and the truth that we in the faith will see him again. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. 
Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. It's a big Tuesday. We've got a lot to get to. And uh, something that has been bubbling up over the last uh, few days, and I'm a little more sensitive to it because my uh, my Navy fighter pilot brother-in-law was in visiting over the weekend, and we were talking about a lot of kind of global military issues right now. But uh, it appears that that one of the next strategies in the Ukrainian-Russian conflict is for Ukraine to try to use uh, F-16s, uh, American F-16s, F-16s from other countries if they can get them. And this is not being received well by Putin or the Russians. In fact, there's a stern warning going out from uh, Putin saying, you know, the U.S. better not let this happen. Uh, here to discuss this and uh, related issues to it is General Jack Keane, a retired four-star general, the chairman of the Institute for the Study of War, and of course, a Fox News senior strategic analyst. General, always good to talk to you. Um, I know that the, the, the there was some buzz, I think, at least around the G7 that, that Zelensky was looking for more help from hardware from the West. Uh, where does all of this stand, and should it be something that the that we're paying attention to if Putin doesn't like? Well, uh, yes, Zelensky certainly, uh, the reason why his offensive uh, much talked about is delayed for two reasons. One, the uh, the spring thaw that comes, uh, you know, after the winter came late and the ground is still wet and not uh, conducive to maneuver. It turns into, you know, deep mud. And the second thing is the arrival of the equipment, the tanks, the armored fighter vehicles and other things that the West you know, promised to get to him and they are coming in, but uh, coming in slower than what he expected. And he's putting together somewhere between nine and 12 additional brigades, uh, each having three mechanized infantry and one uh, tank battalion brigade, uh, a, a type battalion in those uh, in that brigade. In other words, four, four battalions in it. They've uh, trained about the West, the United States, the UK, and other countries are trained about 40,000 uh, Ukrainians also. And the last bit of them are just finishing up. The United States did about 10,000 of it. So our audience understands that all equipment, the tanks and the, and the fighting vehicles, the majority are being provided by the Europeans, as are most of the, the training also. Literally two-thirds of the training being provided by uh, uh <coughs> 75% of the training, excuse me, being provided by uh, Europeans. Uh, so that's slowing down the counteroffensive. And certainly we think it was a good decision uh, that the, the president released. So our audience understands we have license and export control over F-16s that are bought from the United States, no matter where they are in the world, in the sense that that country that has America's F-16s cannot use those to the benefit of another country, whether it's training uh, pilots or, or providing uh, their airplanes to them without U.S. approval. So what President Biden did is he gave approval to those other countries in Europe, principally the Netherlands, uh, Denmark and Belgium, to go ahead and begin to train uh, Ukrainian pilots. And I think we'll probably send some trainers uh, to, to assist in that as well. But this is a, a year plus after the Ukrainians had asked, you know, to receive advanced uh, fighters. And why do they want these fighters? They, they want them because they need them to thicken their air defense. The F-16 can see significantly further than the aircraft that the Ukrainians have, which are old Soviet uh, equipment, literally hundreds of miles. So they can see the missiles coming. They can see the, the Russians' uh, fighters coming. And they have much longer opportunity to interdict them, either with the F-16s or other systems, because of the radar that's on that. And secondly, uh, they're obviously going to use them in an air ground role uh, to support the maneuver of, of their ground forces, who have been you know, remarkably uh, successful against the Russian ground forces. But nonetheless, this would enhance them significantly. Yeah. My, my fighter pilot brother-in-law, who is uh, active duty right now, he's an XO. Uh, he'll be a commanding officer on his next tour. Um, and he's flown quite a few hours in the, uh, in the F-18. Really doubts that the training for the Ukrainians with the F-16 will, will be the kind of quality that, that would be kind of fully up to what the, the F-16 could provide for them. 
Is there concern that we're giving them toys that are too big for them to handle? I don't know the answer to that question because I don't know what the training is, but I do know that every piece of equipment that we have given to the Ukrainians that has a technology bias to it, they have excelled in it. Okay. Not only that, they have been extraordinarily innovative in how they use the equipment actually beyond uh, how we utilize the equipment. And if I have based on, on the past, I, I don't, all that concerned about it. These are experienced fighter pilots, uh, you know, who have been in air to air combat, uh, and 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 it's obviously air ground missions as well. We're going to be receiving uh, that training, and I would suspect, um, you know, Kevin, they've handpicked these guys, you yeah. know, so they've got the best of the best going forward. I'm not, you know, certainly there are some challenges to a fourth generation aircraft and whether they can maximize it or not. But based on the past, uh, I think they'll their track record is pretty good is what you're saying. Yeah, it it really is. Okay, Uh, let me ask you the you mentioned the spring thaw. What what does that do to the ground game now? Are we going to see an increasing um, uh, an increase in the hostilities? Is Russia planning an offensive? What's what do you anticipate next? Well, Russia started their last offensive in early February and by mid-March it had failed. And they were trying to take the Donbass region again. Uh, they tried to do it as an entirety in 2014 and stopped. And then they came back after their failure to take Kiev and topple the government uh, back in February, March. They focused their efforts, which is probably something they should have done from the beginning, uh, on the Donbass region itself, uh, which is in the uh, southeastern part of Ukraine. And they began that operation in the spring, and by the fall, it had failed and culminated. And then they attempted to do it again, as I mentioned, in February, and that also culminated. What's happening around Bakhmut, uh, what they wanted to do is take Bakhmut that doesn't have any military significance, but they they were going to use it as a major propaganda tool with their own domestic audience. And they started it 10 months ago, Kevin, Hmm. and they thought it would be easy. 70,000 people, the Ukrainians are not going to defend significantly here because it doesn't have any strategic value. It's not a provincial capital like Hershon is. It's not a industrial base on the coastline. Um, So they thought it would be simple, but it turned out not to be, simple and we're going to use it then to jump off into the the, the Donetsk part of Donetsk region part of the Donbass and use it as the beginning of an operation and they can't do it they they have culminated at Bakhmut even if they eliminated the remaining Ukrainians uh, that have a slight hold on some portion of the city that they have culminated once again so what is happening now the Russians do not have the capability to launch an offensive operation. That's okay. just a fact. Local attacks, but we're waiting for the Ukrainians for those two reasons, for the ground to to get solid and for the equipment uh, to get in the hands of the Ukrainians. Gotcha. Uh, General Keen, we always appreciate your insights. Thank you for sharing them with us today. And delighted to do so. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. With us is Jay Jacobs, the Nassau County Democratic Chairman, also the Chairman of the New York State Democratic Committee. What advice would you give to the current field of Democratic presidential candidates? It's a a strong group of individuals, and I respect each and every one of them. What I would advise to these candidates running for president today is let's talk a little bit less about the demons and the villains, and let's talk a little bit more about hope and opportunity and um, a vision for the future that that describes an America and defines an America that we will uh, make this country into that they can look at and say, that's a place I want to live in. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA.
Doors are being slammed in your face, and bad credit is holding you back from buying a house, a car, even getting a credit card. $99 can put your credit back to $720 or higher. That's right, just $99 per credit bureau. Bankruptcy, tax liens, judgments, and even late pays can be removed from credit reports by calling Ray's Webinar. Federal law allows you to challenge each and every item on your credit report. We'll recalculate your personal credit score for only $99 per credit bureau and rebuild your personal credit. Just be one of the first 10 callers. Take our personal credit challenge and get your credit score to a 720. 800-486-9020. Call now to recalculate your personal credit score for only $99 and rebuild your personal credit. Call now. 800-486-9020. Don't miss this great credit rebuild. Just be one of the first 10 callers. Call Ray's Webinar now. 800-486-9020. That's 800-486-9020. Call Ray's Webinar now. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Does elder care or state law ever confuse you? Does me. That's why I'm glad Mike Connors is available to answer your question every Thursday on Kevin McCullough Radio. Just send him your question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call 718-238-6500. You can get your questions answered here on Kevin McCullough Radio, and he will also uh, answer them on his show, Ask the Lawyer. That's Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570 and FM 102.3, The Mission, WMCA, and Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970, the answer. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Battling for years and years stuck in the endless cycle of minimum payments could take decades. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Total Financial now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Best-selling author, noted theologian, and founding pastor of Redeemer Presbyterian in New York City, Tim Keller, has gone home to be with the Lord. He had been diagnosed with stage 4 pancreatic cancer in 2020. At age 72, Pastor Keller leaves behind a great body of teaching that has blessed so many Christians. We here at WMCA mourn his loss, but rejoice in his homecoming and the truth that we in the faith will see him again. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. If I told you that there was a travel advisory that had gone out by a major civil rights organization, and uh, had you guess where it was, you'd probably say, like, well, Mexico or the Caribbean, where there's a lot of crime in a bunch of the countries, or maybe even South America. But if I told you that the NAACP is issuing a travel advisory against people going to Florida, uh, I think you'd probably roll your eyes and cluck your tongue and say, that's that's really silly. But it happened. Byron York is here from the Washington Examiner to discuss just this. Uh, Byron, it gets even sillier because I, I see that the NAACP vice chair lives in Florida. Uh, what's going on? He actually does. Well, well, I think there could be a connection. I'm just speculating here. But what are the odds of the NAACP releasing this travel advisory warning black Americans not to travel to Florida right at the same time that Ron DeSantis announces and formalizes his run for the presidency? They might be connected uh, because the travel advisory does mention DeSantis quite a bit. It says that uh, Florida is openly hostile toward African-Americans. Now, the thing that's really fascinating about this, in addition to the fact that, as you said, the chairman of the board of the NAACP lives in Florida. Uh, But the interesting thing is, even as the NAACP is warning black Americans not to travel to Florida, thousands of black Americans are moving to Florida every year. (laughs) 
I mean, you know that thousands of people all over the country are moving to right. Florida, yep. and they're all types of people, including a lot of black Americans. As a matter of fact, Brookings Institution, a liberal think tank, did a story uh, about uh, black migration uh, around the country and found that Florida was the third most popular destination in the country for black people to move to. The first two were Texas and then Georgia. So Texas, Georgia, and Florida. In all, in, la in, from, in the five years from 2015 to 2020, more than 36,000 black Americans moved to Florida. So that's, you know, that really is voting with your feet. Uh, and they're, they're moving to Florida for the reasons, or taxes or the economy or the weather or why, why, whatever reasons people move to Florida, black Americans are doing it. What doesn't this kind of solidify the concept that monolithic voting blocks are the way of the past and that the power of groups like the NAACP are, are not just kind of impotent, but kind of silly on their face. I mean, it seems to me there is a splintering in the younger generations of, of black Americans. You've got many more finding the conservative path than ever have in, in history. You've got some going the ultra progressive path. There's not a lot that are still in that kind of classic, you know, old double NAACP kind of model. Um, probably plenty to still have this discussion, but it, see, it just seems odd. Why would... Why would black Americans not want to pay lower taxes? And maybe why would evangelical black yeah. Americans not want to put their kids in public schools where they weren't being indoctrinated right. to be racist against people that didn't exercise any racism against them? Yeah, I think what you're seeing is this split between the old um, old guard uh, interest groups and the leadership of those groups and actual people. Because right. actually, at the same time, talking about coincidences, LULAC, um, the um, the uh, longtime Hispanic interest group, yeah. also released a travel advisory for Hispanic Americans about Florida, <laughs> amazingly enough, to coincide with the rollout of Ron DeSantis' campaign. And it condemned Ron DeSantis a lot. Didn't, he, course, didn't now, he carry the Hispanic vote <laughs> in the gubernatorial yes, race? And, th and thousands of thousands of Hispanic Americans. Are are moving to Florida. Uh, not uh, you know, it's a huge migration from from uh, Puerto Rico. American citizens moving uh, to Florida, and it's also a destination, just it is as it is for Black Americans, white and white Americans, and everybody else, uh, a destination for Hispanic Americans to move. They're not just visiting; they're actually living there. Well, and this is where I think that these groups are going to kind of shoot themselves in the foot, because what, what's going to what's going to happen is they're going to issue these warnings. Not much is going to come of it. Um, I don't know that Ron DeSantis is going to be the nominee, but it's certainly not going to do anything uh, to his chances of becoming that nominee when he carried uh, at least a, a record number of, of black voters in this last race and and carried the major the, the plurality of uh, Hispanic voters. I mean, this is this is a new day, and these groups just don't seem to get it. Yeah, I, th I think that's that's clearly the issue here. And and but the, the media is is not quite there yet. So when the NAACP issues this travel advisory, which sounds you know just sounds kind of dramatic. I mean, it's, just, it it's too dangerous even to get your in your car and drive to Florida. Uh, when they issue this travel advisory. It gets a lot of coverage in the yeah. media. Everybody that stories about it. Uh, Byron York writes for the Washington Examiner. You got to read him. Byron, always appreciate your insights. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Kevin. You got it. Fellowship Deaconry is the premier place to have your retreat or conference. With lodging, meeting centers, meals and activities, Fellowship Deaconry is an all-inclusive retreat center located at their beautiful campus in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Call Patricia at 908-647-1777 to reserve your fall retreat today. Space is limited. Call Patricia at 908-647-1777. You don't have to go far away to get away. And there's more. Fellowship Deaconry is giving away two nights with meals included for you and a guest. Enter at 
deaconry.org. That's deaconry.org. Fellowship Deaconry's mission is to glorify God with positive life-transforming experiences for all who come. Call Patricia to reserve your all-inclusive retreat or conference at 908-647-1777. Sign up to win a two-night getaway for you and a guest at deaconry.org. You don't have to go far to get away. Fellowship Deaconry Ministries at deaconry.org for more information or call Patricia at 908-647-1777. Over the past 20 years, a quiet revolution has transformed medicine. Many conditions that once required major surgery can now be treated with procedures that are far less invasive and often far more effective. Are you aware of these alternatives? Join Dr. Dan Simon for All Things Health, where he discusses cutting-edge medical advances that are providing alternatives to traditional surgery. Dr. Simon is an experienced interventional radiologist who has helped thousands of patients experience dramatic improvements, all without traditional surgery. Dr. Simon will explain the latest medical breakthroughs so you can be fully aware of your options. Have questions? Call Dr. Simon at 1-844-534-3621 or visit www.allthingshealth.ai. Or listen to All Things Health on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays and AM 570 and 102.3 FM The Mission WMCA on Saturdays. To learn more, visit allthingshealth.ai. Listen to The Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM 570 The Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Concerned about the impact the current state of our culture will have on the future leaders of the nation? Studies show a child's worldview begins taking shape as soon as they can speak. At City Life Academy, they believe this is true. They equip and prepare students beyond academics and into the spiritual side of life. They prepare them to engage with a challenging world, not hide from it. At City Life Academy, they teach students how to think, not what to think. Using God's Word as the foundation for a biblical worldview, their goal is to produce a generation that uses God-given reason and is not afraid to be the lights in darkness. They teach students to love their neighbors with compassion and grace while standing firm in faith. City Life Academy has a world-class high-tech facility in Brooklyn with affordable tuition rates for students from 3-year-old pre-K to 12th grade. Students are mentored in a gospel-centered atmosphere by caring staff who demonstrate biblical grace in students' daily lives. For more information, visit citylife.academy or call 7 718-436-8924. That's citylife.academy or 718-436-8924. Hi, Kevin McCullough. What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? It's not. You can say I do, all with gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. New York Cruises is the premier unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding cruise event planning services every step of the way. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Your guests will dine in style on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit NewYorkCruises.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough. Well, yesterday I led the show off with what I talked about in my column at townhall.com on Sunday, which was the fact that uh, due to a FISA ruling recently, the FBI had exposed to the American people that they conducted 278 thousand physical searches without warrants in the calendar year 2021 the fiscal year 2021 uh in that same 12-month time period they conducted 3.4 million data searches against u.s citizens that are also required normally to have warrants this time without warrants so the fbi every two minutes for the entire fiscal year of 2021 every two minutes Every 24-hour period, every day of the week, 
every week of the month, every month of that entire year, every two minutes, they were conducting about 13 and a half illegal searches against American citizens in that 12 month period. I don't think I've ever heard of anything, anything anywhere close to it. Uh, we we uh, have had on this show, uh, Katie McFarland, who detailed some of the harassment that the uh, that the FBI at the time uh, tried to execute against uh, her in the uh, Russia collusion years. Uh, but what does all of this mean and look like? Katie McFarland rejoins us. Katie, I, I reference you in the column favorably, of course. But that's just a jaw dropping number when it comes to government abuse that those those numbers don't include any one of the warranted searches that the FBI carried out. These were just the ones that were done, according to the FISA ruling, illegally. Your reaction? Yeah, I mean, with the FBI, it's out of control. And they're and they're out of control because they can get away with it, because a Democrat attorney general is not going to charge the FBI with anything, especially if the FBI is coming after political conservatives or conservative voice or anybody who doesn't toe the party line, whether it's the party line on abortion or the party line on COVID or the party line on, I don't know, economics, taxes. They, we have, they have weaponized the FBI, and frankly, they've weaponized the CIA. So when I take a step back and look at, you know, it's not just about me, but what's really happening here? Well, in 2016, the FBI really, um, well, they interfered with the American election, right? They interfered with the American election about the whole Russiagate thing. They didn't prosecute Hillary Clinton for crimes that she pretty clearly committed. And when they didn't get their guy elected, or their gal, when Hillary Clinton did not win in 2016, they, the, the permanent political establishment within the FBI did a fast one, and they, they really went after President Trump to try to destroy his administration. So we have the FBI in 2016. Nobody's been held accountable. We now have the Durham report last week, which really um, shows how they went about doing it. So FBI, out of control, never held responsible. And as your column points out, it's a whole lot worse than we thought. It's not just election interference. They're just spying on Americans, period. Well, and in the year, in the calendar year, specifically 2021, Katie, that's significant because it follows the 2020 election when uh, obviously Trump was now out of office. Like he, he, I remember him campaigning in 2020. Uh, they're coming for me because I'm standing for you. And as soon as he was out of the way, bam, here come the, here come the illegal searches on just the plain old citizens. Well, it's not just the FBI, but in the 2020 election, the CIA got in on it. So we had the Hunter Biden laptop right before the election, um, the 51 dirty intel agents, former senior officials, former directors of national intelligence, former heads of the CIA. They came out and swore that, well, that Hunter Biden laptop, that's not real. That's just Russian disinformation. And they knew it wasn't Russian disinformation. They knew it was real. But they decided they were going to put their thumb on the election. They were going to have a of an influence peddling operation in the American election 2020. And so, as you point out, in 2021, there are no handcuffs on these guys. They got away with it in, 20, in 2016. They got away with it in 2020. And now they're coming after everybody. The problem is, as you look ahead to 2024, well, if you're one of the people, senior leadership of the FBI and the intelligence community and the Justice Department, what are you thinking? Well, nobody got me the first couple of times we did it. Let's just keep going. Let's just, you know, investigate more and more Americans. The problem is, between the Durham report and now all the congressional committees that are really detailing cold, hard evidence, bank accounts, et cetera, where they've got the goods on these guys. So I think what will happen in 2024 is that same cabal of people, they're going to absolutely have to interfere with the 2024 election because they know that if a Republican comes in and a Republican attorney general Unlike the Democrats, unlike Merrick Garland and the Democrat Attorney General, the you know, Republican is going to hold these guys to account. And we already have all the information, all the research has already been done, the data compiled. So I think that, yeah, they're going to interfere with 2024. And they're maybe in 2016 and 20, they did it because they hated Donald Trump. But in 2024, whether Trump is a Republican nominee or not, they've got to do it because they now have to cover up and protect themselves. 
I, I don't I don't disagree with any of that. And KT, it saddens me on a very deep level because this sounds like the kind of stuff of Hitler's SS or the Kremlin's KGB. I mean, this is not the type of activity that we've ever associated with American law enforcement. Kevin, the biggest threat to America is from within. If we get our act together as a country and we take control of the permanent Washington government establishment, if we can deal with that, then we can we can solve any of our global problems that we have. The problem is that the real enemy is the rest of the country, as you point out, if you're getting that many million of people who are getting investigated, that's not just political people. That's housewives. That's housewives who are objecting to, um, you know, the vaccines. Yeah. Schools closed. Uh, CRT being taught in the schools. Uh, All the other stuff. And you remember for a short time, Merrick Garland did try to say that uh, parents going to school board meetings were ex- were domestic threats, domestic terrorist threats. And now we have whistleblowers that have come forward and said that the FBI is investigating people who, um, Christians, even if you go to a Catholic yeah. church and you're pro-life, then clearly you must be on the FBI's wanted list. And when Joe Biden himself goes to a historically backed college, or he goes to Howard University last week and gave a commencement address, and the biggest challenge, the biggest threat to America right now comes from white supremacists. Really? Come on. Got a, got a clean house. All right, KT, always appreciate your insights. Thank you as always. Thank you. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Inflation is pushing up the cost of just about everything, but life insurance actually costs less today than it did a few years ago. Now is the time to get the insurance you need. Call SelectQuote and we'll help you save more than 50% on term life insurance. You can get up to $2 million in same-day coverage with no medical exam. Call SelectQuote at 1-800-646-9595 or go to SelectQuote.com now. That's 1-800-646-9595. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Small business owners, we know finishing your to-do list can feel like climbing a mountain, but that mountain is also covered in banana peels. Then when something new gets added to your list, you're like, nope, I'm already climbing this huge, super slippery banana peel mountain of a to-do list. At Progressive, we don't want to make your day any harder. That's why we make it easy to manage your policy on our mobile app. So climbing that banana peel mountain feels more like a leisurely stroll. See if you can save on commercial auto insurance in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions. Summer is right around the corner. Let Invite Health help you get ready for the season with our limited-time Memorial Day Buy One, Get One Free sales event. The sale is on now. Start your summer season off with a health kick. Check out one of our brand-new multivitamins for added support for brain and immune health. Looking to shed some extra weight to be beach-ready? Check out Probiotic Weight or Trim HX. Buy any Invite Health product at suggested retail and get the second bottle free. Give us a call to order by phone at 800 673 That's 800-673-2345. Listen to past shows and informative podcasts all at invitehealth.com. Visit invitehealth.com for our retail locations and to set up a free nutritional consultation in person, by phone, or by video. Take advantage of Invite's limited time, buy one, get one free Memorial Day sale. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That number for Invite, 800-673-2345. Want more of AM570 The Mission and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for encouraging tweets, what's coming up on the radio, news from our ministries, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM570 The Mission. Come tweet with us. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. And from the... um from the category of they are weaponizing <laughs> the, the tools at their disposal against you. And this is, this is turning into an increasingly real thing in multiple places. Uh, in the uh, city of Cincinnati, the, the, the public schools there uh, have been advised to consider child reporting or reporting child abuse to protective child services for this reason. If the teacher finds out that the parents are not supportive of the student's gender identity, 
A student's transgender status is confidential and such information should not be shared with parents, they say, if disclosing the information to parents could put the student at risk of of harm at home. That's according to a 2021 memo by the Cincinnati Board of Education Policy. Eric Sanzi, the PDE Director of Outreach, added that the policies are a betrayal of trust, treating a parent who protects their child from gender ideology as dangerous and deserving of a child of a call to child uh, protective services is a terrifying abuse of power. Uh, We agree with that. But this is now in a different state because Washington state did it first. They they said that uh, you should not release to parents the information about the child's gender identity if the child is, in fact, uh, in a home where the parents are not, quote unquote, supportive of the identity. This is this is what they are actually saying should be done. Don't tell the parents. And if the parents continue to be unsupportive, call Child Protective Services. Friends, we live in a literal world where good is bad, bad is good, up is down, in is out. It's all it's all backwards. These are not the school district's children. They have no say over these kids. And parents need to wake up. We, we need to be mindful of the fact that there are people now in power in many school districts across the country that do not have the true interest of what is good for your child in the heart of what they are trying to do policy-wise. And we need to do something about it. If that means that more parents need to run for school boards, then, then we need to do that. But your first and foremost obligation is to be a good steward of the life of that child because you'll be accountable to God for it. And so what he says really matters much more than even what you think. It is God's intention to see that child grow to maturity, find their purpose, and to flourish in that purpose. And if the school district has their way, they won't let him get anywhere near that. That's the sad part. I'm Kevin McCullough. Glad to be here to help you think through these things from a perspective of clarity pray for our country we need it see you next time it's dr 